welcome to Unleashed on Wednesdays at 10. I'm so glad so many of you guys are here. You know, this whole like three shows a th uh, week thing, at first we we're like, who wants to watch three shows a week? But you know what? You guys are showing up every time and it's uh, really inspiring and we appreciate we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys so much. Shane, how you doing today, brother? Good, brother. Good. It's uh, as as Archmage Frey says here, it's hump day. Hump day. Yep, it is Wednesday and we have some really awesome stuff to talk about today. <clears throat> I was shocked at all of the information that just kept coming out yesterday, like over and over, you know, like usually we're like, ah, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? What's kind of the thing? And we had this this whole thing. Uh, an article came out recently that shed some light on the on the movie industry and exactly why. I mean, it kind of like gives more insight. We know why movies suck, because, you know, people are writing bad things and, you know, the choices are really poor in Hollywood right now. But there's like something very specific that started way back in the early 2000s that have led us also to our your movie sucking. And and we kind of learned why we want to share that with you. Um, Brian's got a really great take on that have led us also to our your movie AI and them going after Microsoft that we're going to talk about. Uh, Adrian Palicki did a little interview talking about the Orville. And so we have an update on the Orville for you and where we think that's going to be. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, kid blackface today. That'll be fun. <laughs> and uh, and and it's oh, proof yeah. that you can trust nothing on the Internet. Yeah, that's going to be <clears throat> awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, that yellow check mark on this video. Yeah. And listen, if they if they yellow check mark it, they're wrong. So and we'll explain why. Oh, well, we're also going to be talking about something called Lady Ballers, which we just found out about it, which is going to be really cool. And of course, our uh, news of the weird. Wait, weekly weird, yeah, you, uh, which we you, you know up. what it is. Come on. Yeah. Let's not, let's I, well, not, let's not play. You know, what it is. No, I actually messed that one up on accident. Right. Oh, I see. This, one, this, <laughs> this time it was on accident. Okay. Usually it's on purpose, but yeah, we got it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm excited about today's topics. And uh, uh, starting off uh, the topics, <clears throat> I guess we can just go right to the right to the meat and potatoes here. But we'll do the uh, we, yeah, real, yeah, real quick yeah. before we do. We did have No Money G gifting a podcast membership. Thank you, No Money G. You're the man. Yeah, right at the top of the hour. And I think it was strategic. I think they were all trying to get Penny uh, her membership. And, and that's kind of so she can watch the member show. And we love that Penny's there. So thank you, No Money G, for being a, a, a chivalrous dude. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Welcome, Penny. <clears throat> and Penny's great. Um, so we're going to talk about this Disney AI thing and why it's extraordinarily hypocritical. Um, before I do, I wanted I wanted to show you guys a uh, an AI poster that I designed using our AI Shane S H A I N three. Oh, all right. Um, because our AI is not limited uh, the same way Dali and Microsoft are. So I basically took the same exact prompts people are using for the. Are you are you doing the Disney AI thing now? Oh, am I am I doing am I doing it wrong? I'm doing it backwards. It's, it's, so it's next, yeah. So the first, top of the one is our thumbnail. I'm so we sorry, do. I apologize. I'm sorry. No, to totally good. No, it's because it's going to be cool what you're going to talk about. But we we want to deliver on what we promised people at the beginning. You're right. You're right. I I and, I, I messed it up because I saw the, the article there. Okay. No, I'm sorry. We're going to start off with this story. Ready? This is why your movies, our movies, suck. Yes. Yes. Suck massive giant donkey balls. <laughs> Did you see that there was a there was a thing on Twitter that said Disney was going to lose seven hundred and fifty million dollars this year? And my first thought was, that's it. Like, I, yeah. I think it's going to be closer to between one and two billion at the theaters. So, yeah, I hope it is. I hope they lose so much money. Um, uh, that's the activist in me. The person who's invested in them is like, really effing mad right now and yeah. really hopes that they get their crap together. But I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. Disney is this weird enigma. I. I, I'm under the impression, like, if you can't beat them, join them. So we invested. And <laughs> and now it's... it's Well, we invested before they went total, They went woke. Let's that's, be honest. Th that's true. But yeah. as usual, uh, everything uh, we, 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 uh, we touch uh, starts to, like, fail. So it just, boom, <laughs> they, they, they just went crazy woke and lost the, the mark, lost the, the, the message. And now, they're, now we're, they're screwing all their investors. But additionally, on top of it, I'm mad at myself because I already knew that it was a garbage studio. And I was like, you know what? They're too big to fail. Yet they mm. have been consistently failing for two years now. 
I think they're still too big to fail, honestly. But, you know, I, I think they've gotten taken to the woodshed. And I, what's cool is if you look at like their recent, if you look outside of like the entertainment speak and you like look more into the investing side, you can see like the discussions that they're having on like their, their quarterly meetings about their finances. Talk a lot about how they're like losing the thread. They're, they're, they've upset the consumer. Like there are talks. They, they are aware that, that they've screwed up. Really? Yeah, it, it is coming around full. And I, and I think the, the, the fact that we've spoken with our wallets is, is the biggest thing that we could have done is just yeah. said, look, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to give you any money for this stuff because it's garbage now, but why is it garbage? Now we, we said, we know, um, because Disney decided they were going to take the family out of their family movies <clears throat> that they were going to, you know, focus on, on this kind of younger generation and like what they thought the social you know, spectrum was going great idea, by the way, like, Hey, you know, we, we've been very successful for 70 years making family films. Let's stop doing that. Listen, Coke. I mean, even Coca-Cola did it. Okay. They did have new Coke, but what happened? It's true. Nobody bought it. They learned. So they stopped making new Coke and they've made since then the greatest product known to man Coke zero. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's Pepsi zero is way better. Uh, Whatever. I mean, if you're a Pepsi person, maybe it is, but Coke Coke did it first and it's so successful. It's now competing. They're now competing with their own market share. Coke classic Coke zero is now neck and neck with Coke classic, which I find it's the most successful product since Coke classic. Well, we'll find out probably in five years that we're all going to die from it. So we'll, you know, (laughs) how do you make a zero calorie, zero sugar, like literally no, no effect in your body. It tastes exactly the same. Of course, of course, that has to be unhealthy. But we're gonna, we don't know yet. We don't know. We Until don't that, know. ignorance is bliss, baby. <laughs> oh, so with that, let's talk about uh, this this really interesting um, thing that happened that, that showed us like another reason why. Uh, and, and it might have been part of the slippery slope as to why we ended up where we ended up with the bad writing and stuff like that. So uh, Fortune came out with an article um, and it was really examining the Marvels. It, it, initially, it was the Marvel's box office flop marks the end of an era for the studio's winning formula and the beginning of a new one for Hollywood's workers. Um, and, I, and I wanted to look at it because I wanted to see, OK, well, what is what do they think is actually going on here? And what ended up happening was. Uh, it took us back in time and it actually took us um, to a place where it went all the way back to Iron Man. And I was like, okay, this is very interesting. Hmm. So back in 2007, it talks about here, the studio was scrambling to finish its first movie, Iron Man, before the WGA prohibited its members from contributing any further work. So the last time that they went on strike, Iron Man was just finishing up and uh, they were in a hurry. The movie had been shot and edited and was coming together in post-production, except that final battle between Tony Stark and his rival Obadiah Stane. Uh, There was a boring slugfest between the two men in metal suits, lacking the character and the wit that that animated the rest of the movie, right? Uh, Just before the WGA told its members pencils down, screenwriters Art Markham and Matt Holloway concocted a new scene where Stark would realize that Stane's suit would ice up at high altitude, letting him win victory with brains rather than brawn. Uh, Because it was too late for significant reshoots, and because actor Jeff Bridges wasn't available, they wrote it to make use of as much pre-existing footage as possible, heavily supplemented with CGI. Oh, wow. Okay, when director John Favreau and producer Kevin Feige implemented that last-minute solution, they unwittingly established three core principles of Marvel Studios. One, long-planned ideas could be ruthlessly scrapped at any point if a better option presented itself. That makes sense. Two, special effects worked best when they were reflections of character, not just expensive light shows. And three, this is the important one, up against a deadline, CGI was the best solution for almost any problem. That number, the third one, is why our movies, uh, in part, have gone down. Um, and See, it was as fascinating. You, that is like that is that ending is it it makes the movie right. It does. It really makes the movie. And so what it did was because there was so much success in it, they realized, oh my god, we've got this cheat code. We don't need the actors. We don't need to rewrite anything. We can just go in and make the changes with VFX, right? So as it talks about here, over the years, having the freedom to change anything at the last minute 
devolved into storytelling that felt mushy because the writers needed to keep their options open in case the studio asked for a sudden revision to the ending. So what happened was because of this ability, the studios were like, yes, we can save money. Okay. Okay. I know you wrote a script. I know you've got this whole thing that you want to do, but you know, we might need to make adjustments. So endings became, as they say here, mushy. The stories, instead of being written by somebody who was passionate about a project and like, I want to do this movie because I'm passionate and I love it. Right. Right. <clears throat> I'm going to write the script. And then as a director who's like, I got a vision and I want it to be my way it started to become more like, well, let's write it so that the studio can make the changes that they're obviously going to make at some point. Right. Right. Going back to like, I mean, you can go back to, um, you know, the Justice League movie. And it, listen, when studios make decisions, 99% of the time, it's it's a bad choice. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're totally right. I mean, like, look at, look, look at the dichotomy between the theatrical version of Justice League and the Zack Snyder cut. Like one is a masterpiece and one is a mess, and that's yes. coming. That's coming from a massive DC simp, and that's that's such a great example because you know you've got the studio fingers all over it on one, and then you've got just let the creative go, right? And it's like you know, most of the time, if the creative has a good vision and the studio stays out of the way, but of course the studio is trying to save as much money as possible. Now we can all agree that most of the MCU initial phase movies, all the way through Endgame, was great, like good movies we enjoyed almost all of them <clears throat> they did a really good job but it set up this thing so what happened when feige stops you know having so much direct involvement so much care you know when endgame was done there was this feeling with feige that eh, yeah i kind of did it you know and so maybe he backed off of the gas a little bit right right and so but they continued to maintain the same story writing the same style the same way that they concocted their stuff without Feige really being the guy who held it all in his hands and made sure it was good. Right. And what do you end up with? You end up with shit and you end up with woke stuff right. and you end up with messaging. Right. And now you've got studios trying to figure out what are we trying to do here? Well, how do we make the most money? Oh, I know we have, uh, you know, action, drama, kissing, uh, LBGTQ. We have everything in it so that everybody will come watch the movie. And that ended up making it shit. Right, it, may, it waters it waters it down big time. What's interesting, so, I, I yeah. saw here too um, when I read the article too. This is the first time I've actually done homework when Shane, Shane sent me Ooh, something. I, I like it. Let you know that. But it says uh, uh, the strikes this year in tandem with the end of the streaming wars gave Marvel Studios a much needed pause and a chance to sort through the glut of TV shows it had developed for Disney Plus. Uh, studio head Feige had already been had made some painful decisions halfway through the shoot of the eighteen. 18- episode TV series Daredevil Born Again. He decided that the show wasn't working, dismissed the head writers, and went back to the drawing board. That's another thing. That is becoming a trend now where they can scrap something that is so far into 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 development because something better comes along. And I think that takes a lot of the soul out of it because there's a lot of crap. Now, look, some, some of that stuff is crappy. But there's creatives that there, there's massive fans of Daredevil, and the mm. fact that there's creatives that were working on this for so long only for it to be scrapped because something better came. And it says went back to the drawing board. No, something better came along. Something that Kevin Feige thought was better came along, and so we're never going to see that. We're not, now I'm not even a huge Daredevil fan, but we're never going to see that. And a lot of people really liked the Daredevil series. Mm. In fact, I was in the theater. In um, No Way Home, uh, when uh, the the Daredevil character from the TV show made an appearance as Peter Parker's lawyer, and when he caught that brick, the theater went nuts. Mm. In my in my mind, I was like, "Oh, that's the next big character is is Daredevil." Like he, they they huge accolades on on Netflix from from fans, and I'm telling you, the entire theater lost their minds when he caught the brick in that scene. So. The fact that they're just scrapping that character that is that 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 mm. popular, that's only a few people, aka the studio and maybe Feige are like just deciding that. Yeah, that's true. Well, there is some good news. There's a silver lining to all this because uh, what's happening is if you noticed all the VFX workers, the VFX stuff is becoming very expensive. The workers are tired. The product that's coming out in the movies is kind of crap, right? Some of it's like not finished, mm -hmm. right? So it's becoming more expensive for studios like Marvel 
to do that last minute digital patch that that everybody was inspired to and excited to do back on Iron Man because it was like a new exciting thing. Right. You know, now everybody's tired. They don't want to do it. We went through COVID where now nobody wants to work. Right. You know, they got this whole thing. So it's becoming more expensive. So it is possible that the reverse may occur where it's like yeah, this VFX stuff is too expensive. We need to go back to less improvisation, improvis less improvisational storylines and to go back to the way we used to do it because it's actually cheaper now. Yeah. The, the whole point of writing your script ahead of time, setting your storyboards, getting your props, like there's a whole process in play to make sure you get the best possible product that you are trying to right. sell. When yeah. you, when, when VFX is, can sort of, you know, bandaid everything together when you change your mind, um, it takes that process that has worked for a hundred years and completely removes it. I, you know, I like the idea of technology that makes things better, faster, cheaper, but I also like now because of how crappy, it, crappy it's made a lot of, a lot of this, a lot of these things taking the soul out of the, out of the storytelling. Yeah. The fact that it's getting so expensive and less people are, there's a lot less billion dollar movies out there. Less people are watching movies, which means they're going to have to tighten up their budget. And if you look at here in September, uh, the VFX artists, artists at Marvel voted to unionize. Once yeah. they unionize, oh, that that's that's it, man. That's it. It's it's it's, it's over. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's going to be by the clock. And you know, I'm not saying that unions don't have their place because when businesses get out of control, uh, union, you know, and they're not taking care of their workers, unions are good. Um, you know, there was a time back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, where, you know, people were being killed in the workplace because they were being worked to death. So unions help support that. I mean, typically you'd like it not to be unionized because then it handcuffs the company. But, you know, some of these companies are getting out of control as Brian's about to go to uh, after we do a, a super chat with Disney AI. I think that's a good transition. Uh, companies maybe need a little bit of a slapping on the wrist with some of the shit that's going on right now. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they need a little bit of slapping. Yeah, but they're not, they're not, probably not going to get it, though. Let's be real. All right. <laughs> well, um, we did we did get a super chat from Rec Thoughts. Ask Rome how about too big to fail. That's a great point, Rec. And in fact, ask every empire that overextended their reach, um, started to become extremely woke, let down their defenses, um, dropped their borders, and what happens? They, 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 every, in history, every single one of them have, has failed. Now, on oh, that yeah. note, though, thank you for the super chat. And if you notice, our health bar at the top left has lost a couple green, a few green uh, little bars there because whoever gets to the end and knocks the podcast unleash out becomes the, the stream hero. And when you're the stream hero the longest, you get a mystery prize. Yes. At the end of the show, we will have a mystery prize uh, and for next week, <clears throat> next week, hopefully this Monday, there'll actually be a little countdown next to there that shows how long. Oh, you, yeah. I, you working on it? I'm I'm almost positive that I have figured it out. Okay, um, it's difficult, but basically, I made a I basically made a web a web page that I'm host that I host locally. Okay, and when the super chat comes in, it triggers the timer to start. Okay, so yeah, so the goal for us is to have it so you can see who's been up there the longest. Right. So we will get to that point hopefully. Yeah, my um, only problem is I'm I'm trying right now I'm trying to get to figure out it's triggering on every super chat. I want it to trigger only on when when it full, when it goes over, you know, when it goes over the mark. And I haven't figured that out yet. Very true. But I will. Thank you, okay. Rick. <clears throat> Thanks for the comment, Rick. Um, Disney, I think at this point in time, is probably not going to fail because they do have a lot of money. They got their theme parks. People aren't going to stop going to them. People aren't going to stop going on cruises. Not yet. They have time to correct the ship. Let's hope uh, common sense, you know, involves itself, at least for everybody who's invested in the company and <clears throat> remembers childhood there was just real quick this the comment somebody said on twitter and i thought it was a really great comment uh maybe the people who are talking so much crap about disney actually love disney the most and i think there's a lot to be said about that you know i have very fond memories of, of going to disneyland as a child you know and i love disney growing up and so uh you know i want to continue to love disney again so i do hope that they change i don't want to see it burnt down. I want to see it fixed, me personally. 
The only reason I want to see it fixed is because I have a hefty investment in it. <laughs> All right, there it is. I mean, I, I'll be real honest with you. If um, if I wasn't invested in this, I'd be rooting for it to, to burn. I'm so over Disney, and I'm explaining why right now. Okay, let's talk about this. All right, so recently uh, we had in the news what people thought was very minor, minor news. In fact, when I posted on Twitter, I, I was admonished by people like, what are you worried about? You know, they're protecting the trademark. <clears throat> and I'll explain why. Basically, what happens is people were creating uh, Pixar AI style movie posters that were, you know, clearly ridiculous parodies, but it followed the, the basic guidelines of the Disney Pixar animated movies. And it became a trend that blew up overnight. And people were using AI, different AI, mostly Microsoft uh, being Dali, to create all these really cool, um, sort of outlandish, insane posters. For instance, this one's crazy. This one's called Twin, and it's the Twin Towers. This one says Klux. It's clearly Ku Klux Klan. Finding Osama. I mean, they're funny, right? Um, and they're inappropriate, but that's the internet. What happened was Disney, Disney had a little talk with Microsoft, and they said, you know what? Uh, you're going to have to ban the use of the word Disney. You're gonna have to. You gotta. You gotta nip this in the bud. And Disney. Can you go closer on those on those posters really quick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. pull them up. I'm actually okay. uploading them, so they're gonna be bigger. Because I want to see. You know, I would like to see what you know if they're wrong here. So it's okay. I see. So they. It does say Disney Pixar on the poster. Yes, it does, and I'll show you that in a minute. Um. So what they basically did, they went to Microsoft and they said, um, uh, you, you stop using this. Basically, stop using our. Uh, you know our. You know, ban this word. So Microsoft uh, immediately did. Of course, they immediately <laughs> turned off the ability for um, <clears throat> for you to uh, use Disney as a prompt. And a prompt is basically a word, right? Mm. Um, it's interesting that when they did that, immediately all their stuff got jumbled. And it wasn't just Disney that was the word Disney that was affected. <clears throat> Even in the style of Pixar or animated, everything got jumbled. It, it became very difficult to create these, you know, ridiculous posters. <clears throat> On that note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some of the examples. Um, our own AI, which you guys use in our Discord, and if you haven't been in our Discord, go check it out, is not under the same restrictions. So I told the AI, I said, <laughs> I want you to create yourself as a superhero, as in yourself, Shane. Mm. S H I I three the AI itself we can't call it shame. You can make yourself as a as a as a superhero that is about to fight an evil Mickey Mouse, mm. and I want your whole team behind you. And for the team, I listed all of our podcast members as the characters. I just oh, used really? their I used their usernames. Oh, that's cool. And it was funny because like. I know for a fact that Shane three has no idea what those names mean. Archmage Frey. <laughs> you know, right, like, right, right. So some of the characters in the background are real sort of messed up, but this is what I came up with. And I thought it was really cool. It came up with, it came up with like, <laughs> That's cool. it came up with hundreds of them. This was the best one. This was the most, mm. uh, this was the one that with the, that was the least effed up. Um, and there, look, there, those, all the podcast members in the background, coincidentally, they all have shades on for some reason. That's cool. Why. And he's looking so does, at so does Shane three. Yeah, Shane three, and he's like, I, 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 I. So I fed it its logo as a reference to what it looks like, and that's what it came up with. So that's cool. It's, it's kind of cool. like you know, it looks like a vert. It actually bring it back up again. It looks like kind of a combination of you and me. Kind of does. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, but it's skinnier, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, ideally, that's the way it should be. And here, obviously, so. there's Christopher Mays right there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, you got a bunch of people. You got Art Mage Frey. You probably got, you know, Wreck Thoughts. You got, uh, you know, Lord Toth in there, I'm sure, and Chappie. There's, you got a bunch of them back there. So, yeah. So, cool. so here's some of the uh, most outlandish posters that it came up with. Um, let me see if I can pull this up quickly. Um, here we go. All right. So, here's one. OJ. <laughs> what? Wait, I'm sorry. Did Shane three make that? No, no, no. This is what this is what they came up. Oh, with. this is what this, this is what this, Disney's this pissed was the about. trend. This is what Disney's pissed about. This is what Disney's pissed about. Okay. Yeah. OJ. Right. 
Uh, two, <laughs> two girls, one cup. Is that that's a reference I, to that probably means something. Yeah. On the Internet, uh, 12, 20 years ago, whatever, there was a, a ridiculous porn that went around. I can't, I'm not going to explain it here. I'll get. OK. Yeah. But that is highly offensive. <laughs> mm. um, here's one that's actually super clever. It's ogre. <laughs> that's actually really good. It's Hitler. Oh my god, it's Dreamer! Really? Um, let me pull up some more here. Uh, this one I found pretty funny. Ted, like, <laughs> like Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Oh my god! You know, you know the mistake they made here, Brian. Instead of saying Disney, Pixar, they should have said Dishney. They should have no, screwed they should have up said the word. Dixar. Dixar. They could no. They could have said Dishney Dixar, right? Or or they you know if they they should have mixed the word a little bit. The problem is, is that Disney has a little bit of a of a complaint here. Uh, you know that they can't say shit about people creating this because there's no money being made. So one of the copyright rules is you know if you're making this as a as a um uh parody, parody then they art. they can't do anything to you, right. right? As long as you're not trying to make money off well, of it. Well, but that's where the bullshit comes into play because the 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 words were not added onto the posters. Someone this is photo someone took something they made in AI and then photoshopped and put the Disney Pixar to, AI is right. very bad at text. Yeah, the, the AI didn't make that. You're right. That was right. Dis, yeah, somebody put that in after the case. Shalvin thought that was funny. I don't know, I think it's a suicide bomber. This is the up the up guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Um yeah. yeah. So here's what's here's what's super hypocritical about it, um, and this is a very quick tangent here. The thing is, Disney has been destroying creativity for nearly sixty years. You know, when when that first Mickey Mouse was made, um, it was made because, frankly speaking, uh, Walt Disney was really pissed that he had gotten screwed when he created um, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. He created Oswald Lucky Rabbit for Universal. Universal went on to create it without him and basically fired him, and he was upset. He then turned around and created Mickey Mouse, which I would argue just looks like a version of Oswald the Rabbit with smaller ears. True. Or whatever. Mickey Mouse became a massive success, right? Now, around that time, they started reworking copyright laws. And the copyright laws at the time was said... Um, when you file a copyright, you're good for 15 years. And then they later on extended it to 30 years. And they later on extended it to what uh, most people assumed would be the end of it, the lifetime of the artist. But Disney decided that the lifetime of the artist was too short when Walt Disney died because they owned Mickey Mouse. So they lobbied Congress and they added and they made it 80 years. And then when 80 years was up, they lobbied Congress and they made it 100 years. <laughs> A hundred right. years. And guess what? The hundred years for Mickey Mouse comes up next year. Next year, Mickey Mouse will enter the public domain. No, ex- it won't. Except for it won't. Right. <laughs> it, I mean, <clears throat> don't kid yourself. It, They'll be back at court. Because yeah. it won't. Disney has once again used its ability, its, a, its extreme amounts of money and power and position to lobby it. And I guarantee you, before it comes up, the copyright, no, probably be around the time that we get the um, uh, next election. It'll they'll, they'll once again amend that, and it'll be 120 years, 140 years, whatever. Can you give me one second? Damn it! Yeah, I know that. And just so you guys know, Brian and I are kind of on different sides of the thing on this. Like, <clears throat> like Disney is Disney's really the first company that has this kind of issue happening, where you know the fact that most products don't last that long where it matters much but disney is this giant corporation that. it's become like this someone this was incessantly ringing huge... my doorbell it's okay i was just explaining that you and i are kind of on different sides of this to some degree because i do see a business or a company who creates something you know i granted it was walt who created it right. it turned into this giant corporation disney's the first the first business to ever really have this happen to them where their main product uh, you know, is still part of an active business that's actually challenging the businesses of the of the world. So, at what point do you say to yourself, "Well, I can understand trying to keep the trademark on your or the copyright on your main 
identifiable product sure your business is still viable <clears throat> you know so except for maybe... the character disney that would be entering the public domain is not the character it is now so the old version of mickey mouse went through it the next version of it in the 70s will be entering it in 2035 it's it there's a different version of it every time but additionally they're hypocrites because what have they done for the last 60 years they've gone to the public domain to mm-hmm. grab popular things, The Little Mermaid, ah, Mulan. So this is this is where I like. Yes, go ahead. They've now, this gone, is this every, is hypocritical. The Jungle Book, every single mm-hmm. one of their most amazing money-making properties, everyone was We're not an original idea. Domain. That's right. It was public domain. And you know and what, what made it right. what makes it worse? They took the public domain, they profited off of it for 80 years, and now people that want to make their versions of those characters are effed. You yes. want to make a little mermaid mermaid uh, movie? Good luck, bro. Even if you Good base luck. it on the original Hans Christian Andersen story or whatever made right. it, it, they still get you. So you're right. That is that is a really good point, and that's bullshit. Um, I can tied you know, listen, up, I can support they, them. They took the public domain and they monetized it, and then they made it impossible for other people to use the public domain, and then they locked up copyright law for a hundred years. Rem- right. Literally, I mean, completely dismembering the idea of creativity. Creative things are almost always inspired by by people's childhood, by previous things. If nothing ever enters the public domain, nothing. No, and Brian's right here because, and this is really, really important, because not only did they take these public domain things and turn them into their own, but now most people who want to do something creative, creatively with those items that were also in the public domain, they don't have enough power to fight them. So they end up, you know, now that our world is on all of these different sales platforms like Amazon and Etsy and all these places where you want to, mm-hmm. you know, go to the public domain. And that's what it was designed to do. Create your art, go to the public domain and create stuff that was free for everybody. And then you could make money off of that if people liked what you created. Now, everybody is too small. So if if Disney says, you know what, screw that seller on Etsy. Uh, we don't like that they're selling that product and we don't think that they should be able to sell it. And they tell Etsy that Etsy then boots them. Okay. Because they're like, Etsy don't want problems with Disney, Amazon, yeah. so or whoever these companies, they don't want problems with them. So they just boot the little guy, right? Even though and what the little guy, even though what they're wait, doing is totally wait, unlawful. Wait, yes. But wait, the little guy has absolutely no ability to sue Disney to fight back. It costs them a ton of money. They're barely making ends meet anyways. So it is definitely a class uh, keeping the class structure down. So I totally agree with you on that point. I, I would argue that they should be able to keep Mickey Mouse as their, as their you know, identity, that they should have control and ownership of that as long as the company's viable. But uh, they should not be able to do what they've done with other public domain things. And they shouldn't be able to keep other people from using the same products they've stolen or borrowed from the public domain and cr- create and made their own. So King agree. Kong with the same problem with King Kong, same problem with Godzilla, yep. same problem with Frankenstein. All of these big, and that's not Disney. This is we're talking about Universal. Universal. We're talking about different. They're they're, they're, they're using they're Disney the same playbook thing. though. Yeah, they're, same same. Disney Disney every time Disney extends that copyright law, it's helping every one of these big businesses hold on to their stranglehold on creativity. And the crazy thing about this, the honestly the most insane thing, and I I I know it sounds like a crazy person. I'm too passionate about this, but you don't understand how 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 much this will this ruins creativity and creativity is what fuels uh, uh uh innovation true this is this is the craziest thing about it is that it's never going to fucking change like that's it like this is not there is there is entire groups out there the creative commons the copyright act entire groups that have been trying for years it's never going to change until unless there's an entire new swath well, of politicians that well, come. It, well it don't say it's never going to change because that's just not if you go back and look through history it always changes the time will come for these big corporations that something's going to happen to start bringing them to their knees okay it, it's going to happen it's there's even a, been a rotation in the united states there was a time when all the big steel companies and you know the the government needs to step in at some point and break up these monopolies and people will eventually elect the people that will do that i mean it's going to take time it's not going to happen Maybe. perhaps now in our lifetime but at some point the ass whooping will come to these companies who are cla- you know who are basically creating a class society where you know if you're not in the upper echelon of people you're you're in the shit right That's yeah what's happening. and they they pulled the ladder up behind them 
You can't oh, even absolutely. like, like tr- try to make a T-shirt with the original uh, Little Mermaid artwork that it's public domain all the way. You Not put it up, happen. and yeah. even though it's one hundred percent public domain, just count forty eight hours later, you'll get a, a takedown notice. It'll hit your account. It'll strike your account. And you know what? You're you're that close to not being able to even operate anymore on that platform, and there's no re- there's no recourse. There's no ability for you to do business anymore. Right. And no. here's here's an example of something that's happening right now. So if you go back and you take a look at the recent South Park episode where you um, you know the Disney Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy Cartman character comes out and says you know make it lame, make it gay, put a chick in it. That right now. Viacom is going all over the internet and bringing down every single image of of that. If it's being sold or if it's being traded or if it's on any sort of, you know, important platform, it's being demanded that it's being taken down. Right. And it's not only doing it to the people who might be selling the products, but it's also being taken down behind the scenes. So if the people won't do it, like if the website won't take it down, they go to the host of that website and force it to be taken down and that is power and control that these companies should not have yeah it's that's insane like so if you uh, let's say you're operating a website a forum for uh uh funny memes and there's there's the south park episode right or that 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 funny meme with kathleen kennedy saying put a chicken in and make it lame dude though they send a letter to that company that company ignores them for good purpose because f you i'm not going to take down a meme or right? tells them or tells them we're not going to take it down or just tells them we're not going to take it down and you know what they do they go to the host they go to liquid web or aws whoever's hosting that website and they say take that down that's that's an intellectual property and the host has no choice but to but but to but to do what they want because they are so much bigger than that host they're powerful right the only one who could fight back would be amazon and they're not going to either because they won't do it for their third-party sellers so they're not going to do it for the people twitter uh, x would fight back twitter x would fight back well that's the only one only twitter would be the only one it's the only one that would fight back against that because they own the servers too well they're the only ones who care about right now freedom of speech freedom of anything so it's 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 so insane it's so disheartening um it makes it makes it difficult for like us as creators to even like consider certain options that that is 100% lawful 100% uh, commentary legal fair use but we're like you know we don't know we we it, it's not worth it we can have our entire channel removed tomorrow if we show this little video clip so we're just not going to do it which yeah. is crazy even though it's completely fair use it's commentary you know right. fox and and cnn is sharing the same cl- clip but they're cool with it because they're literally owned by the same corporation that owns the clip Right. So it's control. It's power over the little guy mm-hmm. and people are just being crushed. I mean, it's it's a tale as old as time. The difference is, is when companies become this powerful, the government who we elect as who the little people ha- are supposed to have control over is supposed to step in and stop them from crushing us. Right. And it's not happening because the all of co- all the companies are in the back pocket of all the politicians yeah, because, because they're so corrupt. They're so insanely right. corrupt. Every, every four, every two or four years, all they're doing is lobbying for the next for the next two or four years. Their entire platform is based on getting reelected because there's no goddamn term limits on anything. Yeah. So there's there's problems, and we're gonna have to, you know, politicians are gonna have to come along. They're gonna have to step in, break up some of these monopolies, remind you know, and this the tech, you know, you got to remember this whole tech industry is is still relatively new. What we're experiencing since you know probably just before COVID is just this the real ramping up of, of Facebook and, and Twitter and, and, and all of these companies, Google's, you know, so there, there, there will be some sort of slapback. It just may be some time before it happens. Yeah. It drives me nuts too. Uh, every, every time I think that there's a cool politician that's trying to get out there and, and deal with internet fair use and, and, um, and like some of these like really poor policies on how they, how social media companies, manage their users and how it's not fair policy they have really cool talking points they have hearings and they talk to mark zuckerberg and you got ted cruz up there he's like hey and we're like oh you know this this is a politician that cares and then uh, this is a politician that cares but then you look at the fucking date and it's like six months before his his re-elections up Mm. and every and, and i'm telling you go back like every three years, you have these like giant, huge hearings where they're trying to deal with what people care about, 
but they're only talking. Nothing ever happens. Nothing. Okay. Nope. So, and that, listen, hopefully at some point it will. We Because people like us and people like you, we're still talking about it. We're not just going to shut up and take it. We'll We'll keep shining light on it. So that way it's seen by more people and hopefully more conversation eventually in time, you know, things will change. So yeah, that's what we can do right now. But uh, on that note, next take, up, take your, take your pulse I'm ta- and do it, do a check. <laughs> hey, so listen, um, if you thought the bad news was over, it's not. <laughs> Wait, what, what are you talking about? If I recall correctly, the next thing we're talking about is also not great news. Well, it's it isn't it is not great news if you're an Orville fan, right? But if you are if you if you like the Orville, um, and uh, you've been waiting for season four to be announced, uh, I think we've all been you know pretty much uh, we've been cautiously optimistic. I guess would be to say, even to the point of like super cautiously optimistic because we've been kind of saying this whole time that that chances of there being a season four of the Orville anytime soon is highly unlikely yeah it's it's yeah and we do and have we, finally and we've talked to people behind the scenes we we, right. we have sources that's it was it, it everything pointed to unlikely right and and you know people like tom and people like seth they don't want to keep you know they don't want to put the fire out you know because so whenever they talk about it of course they're talking about well we're hopeful we're hoping this could happen but the reality of the situation is you know um the actors on the show, they got to keep working. Right. So they can't wait around. And so Adrian Palicki, um, um, you know, of course, who's very important to the show. She was on the, uh, uh, the, what's his name again? Roth. What's that podcast he does? The guy from Smallville. Oh, oh, uh, Michael Rosenberg. Michael Rosenberg. The Michael Rosenberg podcast, which, which is a pretty good show. And uh, she went on there and talked about, uh, and she, kind of gave an update on the Orville probably without intending to really give an update. Um, you know, he, cause he asked the question like, Hey, what's uh, so what's going on with the Orville? And she gave some pretty interesting insight, which we were already aware of, but I don't think necessarily people have heard it from the actors before. What she said was, is no, uh, she's no longer doing that. Uh, she candidly replied when asked about the possibility of a season four, Palicki would then elaborate revealing that certain aspects of the Orville's production make it challenging to be a part of as an actor. This is something we did know. Um, And here's essentially what she said. I don't know. Truly the answer to that. I think there's talk that it could possibly be something that certain people want to do, but it's a really difficult show to shoot. Um, We shot 33 episodes in six years. Think about that for a second. 33 episodes in six years. That's like, you know, when you do the math, it's like, you know, five, a little over five episodes a year. You know, and I know right. COVID was in there and there were complications. Right. Uh, what she said, the reason was, is it became an actual issue because there would be so much time in between seasons because Seth MacFarlane wanted to write everything himself. So it would just take so much time. At one point we were like, we have to fight with the studio to give us a holding fee or something because they weren't working. Jay Lee was eating saltines and Gatorade at one point because we just couldn't afford anything. It was horrible. So they were holding on because they had this really special show, but they weren't able to do other work because they had to be available for when the Orville wanted to shoot, right? Saltines and Gatorade, that's rough. That's rough, man. That's rough. And um, and we know those people, great people. We've great interviewed people. them on our show. We've spent time um, with them. We've spent time with them. They're they're just really, really, really cool people. And we want, you know, we want the Orville to come back. I know season three kind of shook some people up. I think I think Seth uh, got a little bit too much in his echo chamber yeah. uh, during COVID. Yeah. And it, it came out in season three. spent too three much time on Twitter. <laughs> but the, the universe of the Orville is fantastic. And yeah. it would be great. What are some of the problems? The reality is, is the Orville is just too expensive to shoot. It's just it expensive is. show to make. It is. And right now, streaming services are all scrambling because they're all losing money. So they're trying to figure out how to save money. So all of the, the, the cash that was being thrown at projects when the streaming services first came out, those days are over. Oh yeah, no more, and no, no more no ten more. movie deals, Adam Sandler. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's it's not well. Ten, yeah, ten movie deals, nor giant, you know, yeah. shows with you know ten twenty million dollar season budgets. Oh, yeah. it's how, going how about to the fifty shrink. million dollar contract to uh, former former President Obama to do a reality show? Do you remember that fifty oh. million dollars? 
crazy. Yeah, they're they're done with that. So they've lost a lot of money. And so the Orville, unfortunately, is going to be one of those projects that gets uh, shit canned as a result now. But what does that mean now? It's, it's still a viable product. It's still something people are interested in. So it wouldn't surprise me if in three or four or five years when Seth's done some other stuff and the landscape for streaming changes and there's more money flowing again, that they don't do something else. Maybe not perhaps another season, but they might do movies because there is a very deep, rich universe here with lots of different civilizations and characters and stories that are left to be told. And um, and there's still some some fantastic stuff to explore. So. I don't think it's gone forever, but I think Adrian's comment here really solidifies the fact that don't look for anything to happen anytime soon. I would say years, in fact. Yeah, I, you know what's funny is um, I think the next thing for the Orville would be a best thing for an Orville would be a movie. Um, it would not, be the most cost effective. It would be the most cost effective thing. It would be the most marketable. You know, I, mean, I would rather have a TV show, but like that seems to be the probably the way it would go and and, and it's not going to happen anytime soon that's for sure right and they, they have set problems i mean listen we visited the set of the orville it was an actual ship like they built a damn ship inside yeah. of a hangar they built the and... ship inside of a hangar guys it right. was crazy we were when we first went i remember shane and i on the way up there thinking like oh we're gonna be, we're gonna be able to see the sound stage and i really want to look at that like the screen technology they use for whatever and we were assuming it was going to be like a normal, we've been to other sets, a normal set where it's like mostly green screen and, or um, that did, you know, the digital green screen mm-hmm. with some props and sets and some things built. We walk into the hangar and the first thing you see is the friggin', uh shuttle that, that like right. a, an entire, they built that the shuttle was actually built. Yeah, yeah, it was an actual Like, thing. they built a whole, they built the shuttle inside out. Like, it's crazy. And while I'm walking by this thing, I'm like, holy crap, that's like the whole shuttle. It's not like, mm-hmm. it's not like a, a piece of it where they film in. No, like, like they built the shuttle. Yeah. And then we, you turn a corner, and it's the ship. It's like the right. inside of the yeah, ship. The inside of the ship, yeah. And you're walking I mean, up everything. and down. It's like the whole thing. It was massive. It was a giant hangar bay where they basically built the majority of the ship. And and uh, when you see stars, it wasn't green screen. Like it was a giant, like black thing where like like with, with dots and crap. Right. It was really and impressive. The, and the windows of the outside of the ship were basically removed so that you could shoot down the passageways from right. outside of the ship. Right. So that the the cameras would be on the outside, you know, down the p ways and into the different spaces. It was it was so cool, guys. Um, I, I, your chair said they're called sets, guys. We've been on sets. We've never seen a set that that was the most elaborate. That was the most elaborate set I've ever seen. Um, And so so one of the things is they had to strike that set because obviously the Fox lot wasn't going to allow them just to like leave it there forever. So, you know, wherever all this stuff is, I don't I don't they didn't get rid of it. I don't think I think it's being stored somewhere, to be honest with you. Right. Um, Because there's too much of it. That's too specific. They would have to start over from scratch. I think if anybody found out like that, everything was gone from the Orville, then you may not see something for a very long time. So uh, the fact that that I think they still have most of their stuff is a good sign that something could happen. But until somebody has the money to make it, that wants to, that think that there's a strong enough desire and hunger for it, I don't think it's probably going to happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm ticking off years here. So I think the first three seasons is what we have to, uh, we'll have to go back and rewatch it and enjoy it. And, um, you know, hope that somewhere down the road we get more. Yeah, this is uh, Shane and I uh, attempting to replicate a pizza on the on <laughs> in the Orville's galley. Dang, dude, you look look how skinny you look. There. Yeah, I I have gained like seventy pounds since then. So <laughs> uh, I was much skinnier then. Yeah, but like a lot of these pictures are, are really rad. Look at that. That's the med bay. Like it's it's everything's like built out. The screens are real. They're not. It's really rad, guys. It's really cool stuff. Yeah, we have a ton of pictures. I'm I'm not sure we we're allowed to show, but. <laughs> No, now it's it's over. Yeah, yeah okay. No more. All right. All right. Next up. Uh, uh, now this is hilarious. We're gonna be talking about uh, the little kid who somehow managed to offend two different uh, uh, people, uh, peoples, races of people at the same time, because he was not only in blackface but also in full Indian headdress 
at a football game. How dare he, Shane? How dare he? Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys saw this. It's it's making the the nationwide thing right now. Um, so basically, over the weekend, you had this kid, and this is not the view you saw. I wish you had the picture. There was a picture yeah, of the right kid there. from the side, and this is what people saw. So you got a kid in a headdress at a at a Chiefs Raiders game, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders, mm-hmm. and this is what they saw. And so, um, unfortunately. Uh, somebody over at I think it's Deadspin. Deadspin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deadspin yeah. decided. Deadspin is oh. about as dead as, as their their whole idea of journalism is dead. That's why it's called Deadspin. Right. He said, like, oh my gosh, there's blackface happening here. And mm-hmm. look, I don't. This is why we have trouble believing and trusting things. And so this is why I would I would highly highly suggest that if you ever see anything on any news site or any you know social media site, please just. You know, if you see it, you might go, oh, my gosh, just the next thing you should say to yourself is, OK, hold on. I'm before I totally believe that that's the truth. Let me either find out more about it or just uh, keep some skepticism back. And in this case, it would have been really smart to keep some skepticism because the next image that you see is actually the kid with the other side of his face. And it's half red. Right. So because he's at so, a football game where they paint <laughs> their faces, their team's colors. Yes, and the team's colors for the for the Chiefs are red, white, yellow, and black. Maybe the writer at so, Deadspin is like a sixteen-year-old Zoomer, and he has no, no it's, idea. It's actually how... somebody who's who's I think won awards, and it's really sad. Actually, wow, what he's done here. That's crazy. Uh, it gets worse though. It gets worse. Oh. So then they doubled down on the idea that well, okay, maybe it wasn't blackface, but. You're not supposed to. It's offensive to wear the headdress of of the uh, of the Indian headdress. And in fact, uh, if you go to uh, and this, I don't agree with this at all. But if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan and you go watch a game, uh, they don't allow you to wear headdresses inside the stadium uh, because it's deemed disrespectful. There's only one problem, though. What happens if you're an actual Native American? What the fuck? I will, Just we- like. This kid is. Dude, I, I, it, we've gotten so far. When 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 they uh, remove the the Redskins and like they're, yeah. they're just like the NFL is just bowing to the woke mob, and they have these these of course they are. these legacy franchise teams that have been around for longer than the majority of the people criticizing them have been alive. Well, and well, so so let's just go back to that little part. We'll definitely talk about this, but let's get back to the part where it just gets worse for the guy who did this because this kid is actually, uh, you know, he- from heritage, a Shumash uh, native American. Oh, so, so, he, so he's, a, yeah. he's, 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 so he's, he's native American. <laughs> right. So his grandmother is actually on the board of the Shumash tribe oh, in Santa Barbara. Oh, this oh, dead spin. Yes. Take. Right. I, I, listen, if this guy is not inside the owner of Deadspin's office right now getting his ass handed to me, then the world doesn't, like, things are not fair. I, I hope that yeah. he's being just, like, just literally, like, dressed down in front of his entire team for this insanely hot take. Yeah, and so, unfortunately, because he didn't do any of his research, he just saw, saw an image that he could get clicks, and he put it up. Uh, now, it's it's possible that that this family could sue this company. No, they uh, the, should. They should. The they mother, 100% should. That's slander. Right. Yeah. I mean, and this kid, no, no kid deserves to be slandered, right? Of a minor. Across. Oh my God. Jesus. Yeah. So essentially the mom came out on social media and said enough, you know, not only because, you know, when they, when they did the blackface thing, that was one thing, but then they doubled down on the headdress and his mom said, look, you know, you know, we're native American. So stop. Essentially. And then when they went back back and did some research, they found out that his grandmother is a Shumash Indian. And that makes him, you know, at least a quarter if they didn't, you know, marry together. He's definitely a Native American. Yeah. Uh, so what does this what does this tell us? It just, just is it's proof that you just can't trust anything. Like when you see stuff like this, you, you really have to, you know, it's 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 disenfranchising because you see stuff and you're like, oh, my gosh. But then you find out the truth. And of course, how did they find out the truth? Right? They found out the truth because of Twitter. Yeah. X. Yeah. The, the community uh, notes. I'm a, I'm really loving this community notes thing. At first, I was like, you know, this might be a slippery slope. 
But because it's being handled by people who actually care about the facts and not about spinning a narrative the way Facebook does, Facebook's trust and safety team of 12 people, which 11 of them somehow are a part of the LGBT. What are the odds of that? The percentage of LGBT in this country, yet 11 of your 12 members of your trust and safety team are somehow a part of the same group. I think you're living in an echo chamber and you control the entirety of what's allowed to be said on Facebook. Holy shit. Well, and that's why CEOs of companies need to be held accountable because they're the ones who allow these groups to run rapid in their in their companies. Um, so, yeah, so definitely interesting. There's more I'm sure is going to come out. It'll be. And, and what's really interesting is one side of the media isn't even covering this. So you don't see any of this coverage happening on NBC, CBS, right. MSNBC. Right. None of it's covering it. You see it on on Twitter. You're seeing it on Fox. And it's a shame because when news is being, you know, when when bad information is out there, everyone should be correcting it. And and people are taking instead taking sides. And we really, really need to stop taking sides and focus on just what's honest and what's true. Yeah, the truth. Not your truth, because that doesn't that's not real. The not truth. my truth, the truth. And and when you get the truth wrong, everybody should be responsible for making sure it's yeah. everybody knows. You should not get just dunked half of on. the media. You should get dunked on when you get it this wrong. By the way, I love the fact that they have this like rate thing. Like you can rate how well the community notes is like, mm. oh, yes, it was very helpful. Thank you. So High that's, quality, the, that's the situation behind that. that and yeah, so there's, there's a win for the truth. It's too bad. Not many people are going to hear about it. Some of the, some of the, uh, the replies to this tweet or, or tweet, it's not post, whatever, whatever tweet, you know what I mean? Are pretty, pretty great. Um, it gets even better. The kid's Native American. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Truly, truly sick to lie and go after a five-year-old. <laughs> the fact that anyone listens to this drivel is comical. <laughs> they deserve a slander. Like, hey, they are just getting dunked on. The fact that the tweet is up, it's still up, is actually impressive. The ratio, bro, 5.8 million views, 1.4 likes. That wow. that ratio is as I've, I've never seen a worse ratio. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, somebody pointed out over here just to just to be uh, somebody said it was his grandfather. Kenneth Rope said it was his grandfather. That's right. I said grandmother accidentally. It is his grandfather. Raul Armenta is a business committee member of the San Inez Board of Shumash Indians. All right. Now we got a dunk on Shane. You got it wrong. It's the rules. But I corrected it. That's true. You corrected it immediately. So that's OK. And it wasn't intentional. And I'm pretty sure this stuff was. I mean, listen. If you saw a kid, if, if you're an, if you're a news person, or you're gonna put something out, and you see a kid in a headdress with half of his face black, wouldn't you want to find out that they're at a football game? Wouldn't you want to just double check yeah. before you go out with it? Yeah. Don't you want to make sure? Yeah. You yeah. know. Hey, buddy, make sure that you're not about not, not about check. to not about ruin to this kid's life, ruin a five year old's life. Well, what a dickhead. Chappy here says truth is not subjective. Uh. Yeah, it shouldn't be though, man. Because truth is truth. Period. The end. I mean, there's opinion. There. Oh, no, well, I mean, I get what he's saying. There's opinion. Yes, your opinion, my opinion, and the way we view things could right. be totally different. But facts are facts. Like either this did happen or it didn't happen. You know, whether or not you agree with that thing can be an opinion. But if it happened, is 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 the truth. So right, I agree. Okay, let's uh, let's we're going. We're going to uh, let's pitch uh, Lady Ballers, uh, do your weekly weird, and then we'll go to uh, actually, you know what? We'll talk about Lady Ballers in the uh, in the member section. So let's do your weekly weird. Uh, we are going to be talking about in the member section first. Don't go anywhere because we're going to do weekly weird. But Lady Ballers, if you guys haven't heard about this, I got to tell you, you're going to want to. It's coming out on Friday. Uh, it's only coming out on uh, a very specific. I think the Daily Wire. Plus, it's coming out. It's a movie about dudes taking over women's sports. It looks hilarious. We're going to talk about it and show you some stuff in the member section. Okay. That's that's uh, we, weird, baby. Tell me what to put for the... Uh... Hey, can you... Get ready, you fucking weirdos. I'm a stinger, bro. I remember I can't hear it. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so... this is the weekly weird. We are talking about... And Shane actually brought this one up. 
Guy throws rock at a hornet's nest and finds out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And there's, a, there's a short clip here. It's a short one, but it's it's pretty good. Um, actually, before we do that, you're right. We need to put up the poll. I apologize. Let me give you the poll real quick because we're gonna we're gonna do one more weekly new, weird news in the members section. But this week, but you get to vote on this one. That's the important part. And uh, what do we got uh, for this week? It is where is it at? I put it. Okay, give me the options. I'm putting it in. Uh, I'm looking for them right now. I don't know where I put it. Did 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 the uh, did we do the one for the kids? Yeah, we did. The, we did the Fight Club. Fight Club. Okay. Which that video was hilarious. Oh my god. I, I got to go back and watch that. You I really missed out. The kid was. They, they gave him like Hulk fist as boxing gloves, <laughs> and one nice. kid one kid just went went all out after this other guy. It was as they will. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was hard to watch. Uh, I don't know where I put the stupid options now. Oh man, I lost the options. Do you know where they were? I I don't. I feel like I feel like you've done all the stories though that I knew of. No, there was one. There was one that was missing. All right, let me give you the new ones. Sorry guys, I was uh I thought that I had these written down, but I didn't because you know stuff. <laughs> okay. All right, here's the three options for this week. Or today, my bad. We have any time you want to load, man. Load. I'm I'm typing, so just tell me what they are. Uh, okay. Satanic Temple After School Club. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Liquid Death renames Armless Palmer to the Dead Billionaire. <laughs> Okay. And uh, here we go. Find $3,300 for chicken sandwich. And that's all I'm going to give you on that one. Hmm. Those are your three options for the member section. Okay. Okay. Start the poll. All right. So the poll starts. So vote on that, you guys. And now we're going to share this clip with you. Uh. You know, it, this is a lesson in evolution, by the way. Um, survival of the fittest. I think that in our, you know, it's good to take care of people who can't take care of themselves. But have we gone too far? We're going to find mm. around. All right, I'm filming. That's a good throw. Oh! Second. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this over and over again. Right, I watched this so many times over and over again, man. So he's throwing the rock. He hits the horn at this. The guy's like, oh, man, good shot, bro. And you hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Do they not know? Like, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I can watch this all day. I can, I, I can put this on a loop. You hear the scream off of the side. And right. You, you see. <laughs> You can sense when the bees, or you know, when the when the, the hornets, hornets get to the guy, and you're like, if you're the camera guy, as soon as you hear the screaming, you should start running. No, that's what he, that's what he uh, did though. The camera was like, it was all shaking. <laughs> he was getting attacked. Yeah, you should never. I mean, listen, uh, you, you there's there's people born all the time that just don't know any better, I guess. But those people look like they live in the woods. They feel like they should. Yeah, they yeah. should know better. <laughs> okay, guys, we are going to the members section. Remember, thank you so much, No Money G, for uh, gifting Penny a membership. That was really awesome of you. And thank you, Red Thoughts, for the super chat. We're going to the members section. If you are not a member, it's pretty simple. You can hit the join button below. Also, um, the stream will uh, take you. We have two member sections on Prime here. The, the same, content's the same. So take your pick. It's easier to just click join one here, though. And um, what's going to happen is the Prime one is always playing the entire time. That's the long form where it plays both the public side and the private side at the same time. For this channel, we stop the stream and we immediately start the members stream. So that'll take about 30 seconds to pop up. But if you're not a member, that's cool too. Um, Considering becoming one. It costs like a cup of coffee. And uh, you can hang out with us three times a week and maybe more in the future as more news comes out that we can't cover. And um, it's a good time in there. It's a really good time. We get real sweaty. You know, we take our shirts off. 
Um, it's a, mm. it's, it's good. Um, yeah. a little, a little homoerotic, a little bit sometimes, but you know, it's fun. It's a fun time. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I like the thumbnail. It's, it's, uh, it says trigger warning for the easily offended. Right. Because so, we, yeah. we go a little, um, above, uh, uh, we go a little nuts in the member section because we feel more protected. Like if you're a member, even you're, though you're, we're, yeah, even we're not protected, but if you're, it's a member, like bubble if you're, wrap. Yeah. If you're paying to hang out with us like this, then that means <laughs> that you're probably not going to like, you know, go and like report the video or something crazy. So we feel like we can have more leeway to sort of like do what we want to do. And that's, uh, yeah. So if you're, I mean, listen, if you're easily offended, you should, I'm sorry to say you probably shouldn't join because you, know, you might get that's true. You might get offended. Yeah. But, you might get offended. But if you got a thick skin and a sense of humor, then it's a good fucking time. I guarantee it. Yeah. All right, we're going over there. Okay. Uh, if you can't join, that's cool too. We'll see you on Friday, 10 a.m. Same bat time, same bat channel, and uh, we're going to be talking about what movie that day? Ooh. Oh, uh, well, yet to be determined. Um, we're trying to figure out if it's going to be Godzilla minus one. Uh, there's also a really cool like revenge movie coming out called Silent Night. Okay, but we've also got Lady, Lady Ballers, Ballers Lady which Ballers. we don't know if it's going to be out or not. Uh, when yeah. they're when they're going to release the movie, I don't know if it's you know before our show or not. So, so we'll you know what? See. Those are your three options. They're all pretty good. Uh, either way, it's great. So please come to the member section. If not, that's cool. We'll see you on Friday. And Have the winner day. of the winner of there is no winner for the Unleashed today because yeah. nobody took us down. No so one we don't knocked have one the, of those. No one knocked Popcast off the board. But uh, we will be talking about the weekly weird in the member section is winter satanic temple. So oh, if you want right. to hear about after school with the satanic temple, come on over and, and let's let's talk about that. As well as, of course, uh, Lady Ballers, which we'll be talking about. And by the way, if, if your thing, if what you picked wasn't picked, that's cool. Every, for three shows straight, we always display the losers as options. Yes. So come back Friday because one of those options will be uh, probably Still on Friday. On list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, that's it. We'll see you over there. Have a great time. And uh, love you guys. Stay fresh. I don't know, you know how to end this. I don't, I don't know what you just said. That's good luck. Have a good day. I'm you know, something. I'm getting really, this is fucking uncomfortable now. <laughs> see you later. <laughs>